The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too everybody, welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, and Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Just flipping through the old uh, My Brother, My Brother, and Me calendar. Every week, it's a new picture of Robert Loja. Every it's, the, month. it's the world's only week-by-week calendar. <laughs> it's every week. It's more like a, a novel. This, tells, a very me, this tells me nothing about our current, our current chronological placement in the month or year. But it it's is Thursday. Tuesday, I, I, I know for sure, sure as shit it's Thursday, though. But the Ask me what day it is. Right now, it's a picture of uh, Robert Loja in, like, a backpack, and he's giving, like, a thumbs up, and he's on a skateboard, because that means it's back to school time here in America. Is he wearing a little propeller hat? Is he carrying a uh, a Pacific Rim lunchbox? He's got, like, one of the, uh, like, a tassel cap. It's, like, mm-hmm. best, like a, best like of 99 or something. <laughs> no, like a, you know, like a... Like a cap, like a tassel cap. Well, because just like, like just like when you go for a job interview, you should always dress for one step higher than you're going for. So just go ahead and dress like you're graduating college. Yeah, on your first day. That'll confuse a lot of people. Uh, back to school time is can always be intimidating if you're a teen, uh, and we wanted to give you some advice, some unsolicited advice about how to make the most of back to school time. I watched I watched that documentary uh, about going back to school um, and like what colors to wear. It's called Orange is the New Black, and what I learned was don't insult the cafeteria God. food or they'll feed you a bloody tampon. Trav, I thought like the over under on you about to make a Rodney Dangerfield goof was like ninety ten, and the the fact that you bucked those odds is like I, astonishing to me. Yeah, came out of left field. You know what I mean? Um, Here's what I'd like to say. Um. No more games. What do you, you know? mean, what do you mean you, by that? Just when you go back to school this year, no more games. Do you mean like stop playing Pokemon or like No, just like enough fooling around, you know? Oh, no you more want games. these high schoolers to just be more direct. No Say more drama. I'm not playing with you anymore, Teach. Give me my A. Right. Well that's not how like education. I'm not playing Works. anymore. <laughs> no more games. I'm tired of this back and forth where I give you a paper this and you put a number on it. This the pro- Justin, end. you're describing though, like the 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 fundamental core of like what this facility is. Is no it's not games. games as much as it is like the entirety of like what school. Why does is education have to be gamified? Why can't they just trust that you are learning and mm. you trust that what they're saying makes sense and is true? I don't grade the teacher when I go in. I don't say like you do. A plus. I didn't fall asleep. I mean, there are there are like surveys and like standardized testing is kind of like survey grading. says okay, but that's no it's more not games. like a game show. But you just said no more games, so why would you want family? It? Well, Family Feud. They yeah, don't family, family Feud, feud isn't feud. a game; it's a sport. 
Yeah, I'm, it's a way of life. Hey, how about this year? No and more sports. And it's also cursed if you're the host. That's it's true. a cursed hosting job. I want to talk for a second about the hosts of Family Feud. Oh, good, okay? good, good, good. <laughs> now, now, hang with me, okay? Because I, if there's been a more diverse... Surfing IMDb with your host, Justin McElroy. <laughs> no, I know. All hey, kids, come with me head. on the Magic IMDb bus. No, I... This, <laughs> no, this... <laughs> This is all from the top of my head, okay? Ray Combs, not funny, killed himself, okay? We don't want to... Thanks for establishing the non Do you mean it's not funny that he killed himself or that he was not funny and no, killed himself? I mean, no, he, it wasn't funny. Okay. So, after Ray Combs died, the series went on hiatus for a while. Now, Justin, is, is that funny or not? Or is that no, something not tragic funny. That's that we should... No, funny. That's still not funny. Okay. Here's the, the secession. The As the crown has been passed... It has gone from Louis Anderson. The third. The third. King Louis Anderson the third. King Louis Anderson the third. Who begat. To Richard, to Richard Karn. Oh, man. Are you guys going to the fucking carnival this year? Yeah. <laughs> I got my tickets. I had to I had to, um, I had to. to get them on secondhand on eBay, but I think they're legitimate. They had the picture of his, of his face on the ticket, so I think, I think I'm going to be able to sneak my way into this, this particular celebrity golf tournament. John O'Hurley. Perfect. You got anything to do with that? It's J. Peterman on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know Steve who the Harvey. fucking guy is. You don't have to give me his other and then, credits. And then Steve Harvey. Okay. And then Kevin Bacon, Six Steps. Have you guys watched that fucking show since Harvey's been the host of it? It, is, no, it has gotten like, ribbled. It's like, what are your favorite Easter traditions? And then they'll turn to some like old grandma, and she'll be like, pissy. And then he'll be like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. And he'll turn to the board, and plus it'll be like the top answer with 41 points. Steve it's crazy always- how gross that show has gotten. They, they, that show has discovered more terms for A, human genitals, and B, the, the other terms for sexual activity. I, I'm going to have to call BS on this, Griffin, because according to a certain entertainment uh, database... He is a devout Christian, so I don't think that, that is. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like the it's like the Patton Oswalt clean filth. It's like it, the grandma won't say pussy; she'll say like "nana hoo ha," and he'll be like, "Oh, I don't know about," and it'll be the top answer because people eat that shit up. Whoa, 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 that- hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no, people okay. eat up when there's an uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Like over hypersexualization of Family Feud. That was those were always the episodes that people like talked about. And so Steve Harvey hatched a sinister plan where he's like, "Let's get that shit in every episode or stuff." I would, he said, "I stuff. would be more likely to watch Family Feud if the people they surveyed were it was all like twelve Lunat- to fourteen <laughs> year old middle school boys." And so it's just like, and the top answer is farts. Uh-huh. Or how <laughs> do you show your family Again. your love? For 27 weeks running, the top answer is farts. Still. Uh, let's actually help a real person. No one wants to hear about me. I about think we're providing people. a very valuable service to Steve Harvey right now. Steve Harvey, clean up your act. <laughs> yeah. Steve Harvey, you have the 2,497th star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Get it together. You know? I was walking into my apartment and I heard a girl exclaim, Shit! She had dropped some groceries she was unloading from her car and appeared to be having a hard time carrying everything into the next building over. I thought about offering to help, but I didn't want to look like a creeper to follow her into her apartment. But then I felt like a bad neighbor for not helping with the simple task. Is it possible for a dude to offer a woman help without looking like he's hitting on her? 
What should I do in this situation? I'm a man in his late 20s. She appeared a little younger and was pretty cute. And our neighborhood is okay, but a little sketchy after dark. You would have been. You would have been courteous. You would have been fine. You would have been fine had it not been for that parenthetical. Yeah. You had to put it in there, didn't you? No, no, no. It's totally cool. I just want to help. I don't want to look like I'm hitting on her. I mean, she was pretty cute. (laughs) No. You see why they think this of us? Here's the problem. Because here's it's easy how to do it without appearing like you're hitting on her. Don't hit on her. Yeah. But can you trust yourself? Can you trust? Because it sounds like you have some some tendencies. Sounds, sounds like you don't trust yourself. Like you're going to be like, oh, don't worry. I got that. By the way, nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. I sweet melons. <laughs> what? I don't even. I didn't buy melons. Uh, no. Talking about your sweet <laughs> melons. <laughs> Sugar water. water. <laughs> it's a grocery joke. <laughs> I got a lot of them. I also got a huge cucumber here. <laughs> oh, I, I did actually. I did actually I did buy actually. a huge cucumber. Yeah, there. no, I have it. I have the cucumber. I have it in my. I'm saying, do you want me to? Do you want me to? I have more of a gherkin. Do you really? want me to put it somewhere? No, like on my kitchen counter? I guess it's. I have like a hanging. I have basket a weird speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> and then it could get uncomfortable. I have ten wieners. Wait a minute. <laughs> How do you? But only eight I only, buns. I only, Why do they do that? You ever noticed? But I only bought a package of nine hot dogs at the store that sells things in packages of nine. I, I think the thing you have to ask yourself is, would you have felt the same inclination to help had it been like a dude in Definitely. a similar circumstance? Definitely not. Well, the thing is, you wouldn't have hesitated to help. I mean, I think that's what's unfortunate is, you know... If you don't want to look, I think the reason that you are worried that you're going to look like you're hitting on this woman is that you were, I mean, you were. I no, mean, you no, were. no. Uh, here's the thing, though. I, I can see it from his point of view, though, that where the fear would be in that instant where you got to make that decision of, like, do I say something or just keep walking into my building? Like, in this day and age, sometimes I, you know, I completely get that, like, no, if I say anything, it's going to be a creeper. And then you get inside and go, why didn't I just, like, say, oh, I'll help you with that. Well, and yeah. Just, like, be a good dude. You know what I mean? So, like, I completely get the fear and I get the worry, even if there was no planned flirting or it was like, oh, hey, she's pretty cute. I'm going to go help her with her groceries. When you size out a situation, when you size it up and you check out the scene before making a decision and acting upon it. I don't, I don't, I think it's unrealistic for us to say you shouldn't scope, scope out the other person's physicality, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's just human nature. I think you, I think you see, um, I think you, I, I think it's coded into men's DNA that like you see a lady, you know, uh, you know, have two arms full and having trouble opening a door and you go to open that door and on the way you fully scope it. Like you fully scope it out, and not in like a creepy way, man. I'm really it's like digging you're myself trying a to hole overcome right biology now. way, is right? What you're well, like you're just assessing the situation. He's got eyes, is what I'm saying. He's got okay. eyes, and he sees the he sees all the things, and but it's this not. This is what what you're pointing out is just that guys are the pits. Like guys are definitely the worst. Everybody, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not like he's a fucking scientist. He can't objectively look at her face and body and be like, yes. I will help her. You know what I mean? So he's so even if he recognizes that she's cute, I don't think that should stop him. Why did from he include her. it in his question? 
Is um, is are we to believe that if she was less attractive, he would swoop in there and be her valiant white knight? Because he'd be like, "Don't th- I'm not trying to get any play." I think I, just, I think he included it in the question because he has an assumption that because she's cute, she he, probably gets a lot bubble. more attention okay. and expects that it's hit. Or maybe her. because he's trying to have a cute meet. Well, this is the like you have an opportunity, I think, or you had an opportunity. Oh, you blew it, and you'll never uh, have it again forever. You blew it, it'll never have it again. But you had well, an opportunity. Well, now, no, now when not- he sees her, he just has to say, "Hey, I saw you the other day with your groceries, and if you ever buy too many groceries again, just let me know, and I'll help you." Hey, hey listen, if you I was ever think- help you with your groceries, but you were too pretty to help you. <laughs> if, so you were- <laughs> if you buy, if you buy too many oranges again, I'll help you. Buy too many oranges next week, and maybe I won't be scared this time. I'm going to be home about 5.30 if you want to buy too many oranges then. Let me know next time you're planning on dropping a bunch of shit. You had a great opportunity to go into the situation, help this woman, and then leave. Yeah. And, like, reaffirm her, like, start to rebuild this terrible debt of horribleness (laughs) that we, the male half of the species, have built up over millennia. Like, you could start paying back that life debt that we have by just, like, being nice and not hitting on somebody and just like helping them and then leaving especially if you look at it from the other way that if like she saw you looking and you didn't go over to help she's like god fucking dick he yeah. saw i had too much shit god damn it, barbara. Door. barbara you have to leave this fucking city i'm i am i hate this city it's either dudes are hitting on you or they're not helping you with your two many oranges house? Maybe, i bet that's how he gets off how oh he just holds it over your head that you can't hold six gallons of milk at one time also you need to stop drinking so much milk. stop buying so much milk you can't walk anymore she would have been flabbergasted if he had swooped in been like oh yeah yeah yeah, let me help you with that and then helped her with that and was like all right i'm taking off bye Bye. (laughs) yes that's exactly what i'm saying was that batman By just being a decent human being, you can, like, completely rewrite someone's day. Maybe that was my grandson from the future come back to save my life. (laughs) That's the only rational explanation. (laughs) He's a time traveler. (sighs) Nope. There's there's nowhere else for that to go. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This Yahoo was sent in by Dale Rohrbog. Bog. Dale Rohrbog. Thank you, Dale. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ting Ting, who asks, and I'm sorry if this is too weird. Do you smell a person while hugging? Be true. (laughs) Uh, He adds, definitely yes. It gives you a kind of an idea of what kind of a person he or she is. Does it? I'm trying to think if I've ever, like, intentionally... Yeah, because that's the thing. You mean, like, oh, I hug someone and, you know, like... I'm breathing. Yeah, that's or the thing. Like I hug someone and go. It's <sighs> like when you scope it out. When you scope out a situation, and you see it with your eyes. Like you, the neurons are already in your brain. Once you perceive the thing, the neurons are going to go where they want to go. They're going to fire off the synapses that they want to fire off, and then all of a sudden, you know if that person's attractive or not. When you, when you hug someone. You have yeah. smell particles going in your nose that are firing off those. Well, your eyes can be deceived, Griffin. Right. That's but, true. But smell particles can't lie. I no. actually have, I think that my usual MO is to, like, I'll, re- I'll do a regular inhale, like, mm-hmm. as I'm going in for the hug, just breathing. Oh, man. But then if I like, sort of, I like. Oh, you'll go in for secondsies. Land, I'll go. You'll like, take a, a second. Deeper. Hey, do you mind if I take a second scoop? 
Just real quick. Let me just get a second scoop real is quick. Is this one per customer, or can I have two? Can I have an, how I much for an extra shot? Dip, <laughs> I I feel like if you get an extra extra whiff in, though, you definitely do have to comment. And, oh, I mean, man, definitely. Well, you just have to say, like, okay, can I hug the other shoulder now? Um, go to the right. Yep, like the French do it. I have French do it. This Double is a, this is a serious serious problem for men of my um, sinusistic uh, who who have my particular uh, almost set constant set of of maladies relating to my nose zone, um, which is to say it's it's some kind of it's either hay fever season or mold season or some kind of season constantly here in Austin, so I'm constantly sniffling, and if I'm hugging someone. I mean, every 10 seconds I have to sniff. And like, if they land in that, in that period, like it is going to seem like I'm like, oh, hey, bring it in. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. (laughs) 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 What? No, it's just, yeah, I've, uh, I'm sick. Well, then why not just embrace it and be like, you smell great. Just say you smell great. Everybody wants to hear that. You brighten somebody's day. They don't think it's weird. Or you've been working out. A compliment. It's a great compliment when not said right after sniffing. Because because when somebody's fit, they the the scent that they produce is way 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 better when they've just. Oh no! I meant that they were working out immediately prior to the hug. Oh god! Like so, they smell like Jim Funk. That's also. Have you guys met my friend Jim Funk? (laughs) I want to ask you guys. This is this is related, and it's something that's been on my mind for a few days. I uh, was watching something on TV. I don't I don't know, but you see it all the time. And two the, people the were TV meeting, show? or they, yeah, t- a television program. Uh, a few people were meeting, and when they were greeting each other, the guy goes in and kisses the woman's cheek as like a greeting, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and you see this happen. Was it his wife or his mom? No. Okay. Well, but then you it's... see people doing. I mean, it happens. People do it. I don't know. I mean, grownups are always doing this and I see it on television and sometimes in real life and I don't know how you would even begin to add that layer to your social repertoire. Yeah, I don't because know. I honestly, I've tried it. Like I've I've done a couple of, you know, just preliminary tries of the cheap kiss reading. <laughs> just to kind of take it for a spin I gotta hear this. Hey, listen. I gotta I don't, hear about your dry runs. Jeff. I don't want to weird you out, but do you want to experiment with me? <laughs> I want to try something well, it's, out. It's like, okay, so you know that awkward moment when, like, someone goes for a hug and you go for a handshake? Yeah. It's like that times, like, eight. Because it's like... Just eight? You, the, that seems so conservative. Griffin, I've done a lot of num- number crunching on this. <laughs> is eight. Because the person okay. pulled back... Chances ba- that someone's going to fucking headbutt you is pretty high. The person pulled back and was like, that was eight times weirder than when you go for a hug and they go for a handshake. <laughs> that was exactly 800% Griffin, I took weirder. I fucking statistics in college, yeah. and I do, in fact, know what I'm talking about. I've got a survey size of 1,000. Mm-hmm. And it was well, eight across the board. Well, you just told us it was two. What? No, I said I- a couple. That could be 1,000. <laughs> How did you, how did you, what, were you, were you, had you been drinking? Like, what, I don't know what. Yeah, I can't even imagine That's a horrible experiment. I did it in laboratory conditions. (laughs) Did you do one dude, one lady? Just to see how it felt like. I did 500 dudes and 500 dudes. (laughs) And it was mostly for college credit, because I can't afford to pay that many people. Sure. Sure. Well, you, you. Your fucking mouth would have been busted after a thousand smooches. I had a robot. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do it myself. Right. 
Pretend this robot is a loved one you haven't seen in a long time. You're acquaintances, but not lovers. Okay, uh-huh. now the scene is set. How many in- times worse was that? Enter the smooching chamber. The background is set. Enter the smoochatorium. <laughs> well, you don't want to skew the results, so I had to tell them they were there for a sleep Something, study. Something is going to happen in this room with this stranger robot that's going to make you uncomfortable. Have fun, science. Get your college credit on the way out. Mm-hmm. It's important that they don't know that the robot is part of the experiment, though. <laughs> or else it'll ruin uh, the the truth of the experiment. Mm. Which if I is... ever see a robot, it better be a part of an experiment. Yeah. Um, I just I'm, can't... I, 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 I honestly, I can't... I cannot imagine... I mean, adults seem to do it so smoothly. Like, when it happens... Okay, like, first, can I just say, you gotta stop saying adults. It may, it's grown-ups. <laughs> grown-ups grown are the only ones who do it. Grown folks do it. Um, I see adults do it. Like, grown-up people do it. I don't know how they get... I, I just... I don't... Because the, the weirdest thing about it for me is that whenever it happens, the recipient never seems to be surprised. So... In their mind, they had already met this person in the social contract, like halfway there. Like, well, I'm expecting this person might kiss me on the cheek. Have I? Have there been people in my life that I have greeted that were fully expecting a cheek kiss that did not Didn't receive one, one just because oh, it's not shit. part of my repertoire? No, I I think it's like saying I love you, where it's like until you do it the first time. It's never expected. I, I, and then once you do it, it's like, why didn't you say I love you? That probably has something to do with it. But, and and my theory, and I don't want to sound xenophobic, um, which I do in like almost every episode anyway, but I think that the friends that bring that element into your group of friends, I think we can probably safely label that that element, that type of person, as people who have studied abroad. I think right. that they bring that that social norm back into your group of friends, and then it sort of um, it spreads like a virus throughout the culture. Mm-hmm. And that then, would make sense. So, it has to be sort of like in in small dose. Like this is not something that has um, stratified throughout our entire cultural landscape in America. There are pockets of it I, where it has spread. I have been party to groups of friends throughout my travels. Um, who like just don't aren't don't physically touch each other at all like they don't hug or anything when they when when we would get together and and hang out and then all of a sudden one new person would be added to the group we'll call him hugging dan and hugging dan would start hugging people and then all of a sudden the people in that group are like Hey, hugs are pretty cool. It's cool to hug a friend. And then it's nice to connect with another human being. With like a lot of your body all at the same time. And then all of a sudden it's a hugging group of friends. I think that's what happens with the cheek kiss, except it's it's the the person who does it is like way way bolder than a hug and Dan. They're a smooch and Steve. If you want to become a smooch and Steve, it's very important that you make eye contact first and maybe put your hands on their shoulders to like establish like this is happening. And then wait 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. If they don't move, they're into it. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it, it You gotta adds... wait till you feel an opening in their kinetic energy, and then you're invited in. The fucking complications that it adds. That's Because, like, when, when, when we do, like, when someone new is hanging out with our group, our hugging group of friends, I have that moment where, like, we hang out with them all day, and, like, I get to know them. I'm like, you are a tight bro, and we are gonna be bros for a long time. I can just tell it in this connection. But we've only known each other for one day. Do I hug you when you leave? 
here's how you do it. Oh, this is how you figure uh, this. I've got an answer for. You have to hug somebody else that you're already hugging friends with. Yeah. And then and he then sees look it. look at this dude, and you go, huh? oh, fuck it, come here. Okay, yes, th- that's true. It's, a, it's, it's choppy waters, but they're navigable. When kisses are up in the mix. Then you gotta, have, you gotta have one partner in crime that's like, listen, I'm gonna kiss your cheek, and then I'm gonna fucking instigate it around. And people will see us do it and be like, oh, that's not I weird, they did it. I don't understand where you're at in your life when that risk-reward balances out. Like, it's, I, I'm so good at socializing that I'm going to challenge my game. Like I'm going to bump it up and make my make it harder for myself cuz it's just too easy right now. When you say risk, you mean the chance that maybe they might choose that moment to go in for a cheek kiss for you and then you kiss them. When I say out. risk, I mean literally out. any mouth-related catastrophe <laughs> that has ever occurred to anybody in your How life. I end up on their ear. What do I do <laughs> what now? Am I doing? I'm nibbling. I'm nibbling gently. What am I doing? My I tongue's in their a, eye. I had a stroke midway through, and now my mouth is on their nose. <laughs> let's, let's also acknowledge the fact that, Travis, in two months, you're going to be a married man, and four, I'll be a married man. Justin, you've been a married man for, like, 50 years. Um, we can't get into adultery, like, now. We yeah. can't get into adultery, because that is what that is. Your mouth touches another person's flesh. That's, that is sin in the eyes of the Lord. I am not trying to fuck with that. Guys, I'm a 20-year-old furry. Um, the squeaky clean charity-doing kind who's planning to buy a fursuit to go to fur meets and charity events in. Okay, first, I just want to interrupt real quick and ask the question, is this a real thing where in the furry community you just put fur before everything? I was going to say... Or gentleman just doing it? Furries, I think we've made ourselves pretty, uh, pretty clear that we're supporters of your lifestyle. Uh, and your whole thing, we're into it. I don't think you need to clarify that everything you do is fur-related. Like, if I'm going to... And I might have some fur drinks at the mm-hmm. fur bar. Yeah, I don't go to, like, a tuxedo party. I just go to, a, like, a ball. Right. Know, regular. <laughs> I don't buy a clothes suit. I just buy a suit. Right. But anyway, let's move on. Fursuit, I think, is actually a, a valuable qualifier. I will mm-hmm. grant you fursuit. Okay, that's that's important information. Um, anyway, I have wanted one since I joined the fandom, and I'm now able to purchase one working 24 hours a week in 90-degree weather at Home Depot. Jesus. Uh, the suit will cost $2,300. What the I- fuck? Hey, this person's working a lot. Give him a break. I know though. I I guess great that you have two thousand three hundred dollars, but that's a that's a fucking moped. That's like all kinds of that. Why is it? Why is a fursuit that expensive? Because it's made by it's, a world famous maker. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I should have let you finish the sentence. Go ahead and yeah, finish yeah, the sentence. Thanks. I'm a twenty year old furry. The suit will cost two thousand three hundred dollars and is made by a world famous maker. My parents, however, hate my plan. They tell me wanting the suit is stupid and a waste of money. Please note that my brother, who is a year younger than I am, is allowed to buy expensive cigars, even though my grandmother recently died from lung cancer caused by secondhand smoke. Um, should I really listen to my parents or ignore them and achieve my long sought after prize fursuit funk? Okay. I'm, I'm just going to throw this out to you that that's a missed opportunity in the name there because it should be fursuit of happiness. That's great. Um, so I have a lot of questions and total understanding, total acceptance, no judgment. We, we are 
we are o- we open doors policy here at the Brother Institute. Um, I did not know, and again, this is the, as my my this is a learning journey I'm on with the furry community. Um, I did not know that there was a, such a thing as a world famous maker of of furry suits. I'm imagining like a Donatella Versace. Only mm-hmm. oh, this designer. I like. think you mean Donatella Versace. Oh, ah. Fuck me. I'm saying that I, I, I would, I would resubscribe to any cable plan that any cable company wanted me to be on in order to watch Furry Project Runway. Can say I say yes to the fur dress? Any show about furries at all, I would watch in a heartbeat. I'm not talking like True Life. I want to see one that celebrates the lifestyle. Yeah, I don't want it like Gypsy Wedding Show. I want it to be like, look how fucking awesome and dope look how these people are. Much more confident these people are in their life than you. And what do you do? That's what so do you do. You get nervous here's- if your shorts don't match. That guy's dressed <laughs> like a badger. Fuck you. So here's my question, and I think that this applies to a lot of different I, uh, lifestyle things like I this. I know what you're going to ask, Travis. Is Dead Mouse a furry? And I've wondered this myself for okay, a really great. long time. What have you come to? Uh, his head has robot parts in it, so I think he's part of a different community. I think Got he's it. part. You're saying of- he's a. You're saying he's a steam furry. <laughs> steam furry. Mm-hmm. He's a sci fury. No, wait. That sounds like a. That sounds like a scary thing. Um, my question is: Do you need to swing for the fences right out the gate with your first fursuit? Oh, that's a good. And point. Go for the designer twenty three hundred one. That is actually not a bad question, Travis. Well, I once told myself that I was going to get into the juicing lifestyle. That uh-huh. I was going to try like a juice fast, and I made it to the afternoon, uh, and it didn't go great, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. But I had, but because I was like making an investment in this lifestyle, I had bought like a juicer that cost like $150. And now it just sits in my basement. If you want it, let me know. I'll send it to you. Well, we could, especially, especially at 20, man, like you're working hard for this money and I know you want to spend it on this thing, but you know, maybe around like 26, you'll be a lot more financially stable. And that's the time to invest in the really top of the line. Plus, model. maybe you don't like your furry after a while. Maybe you like. Want to try being a lion or That's something. a good point. I mean, is, is there some sort of, and again, no judgment, learning, education. Is there like a, is there like a tribalistic, like, oh, me? Like a pack mentality? No, not pack mentality. Like, do, do you have a fucking, like, spirit animal in the furry community? And then you're like, my shit is all about Arctic wolves. Oh, are you saying like I, you know, I'm a possum, and I've just always been a possum, and I've never realized it. No, I'm not saying like, I don't think I it's kind of like dogs. I don't think the identity like goes that deep, where it's like I'm a dog. I think it. I think that it's there's an acknowledgement of that they are a human in a dog suit. I don't think that they actually uh-huh. think no, I, they're I a that. dog in a human body. But I'm. But saying, I'm saying like it's it's not something where you pick the animal. It's like the animal has because that would be you, confusing you know at the fur meets because it'd be like what happened to that fucking awesome looking horse that oh no he's a squid now shit yeah that would be that would be confu- I, I first off please friend don't let your parents figure into this you're the one busting your ass it's your money it, it there and you're 20 years old please just buy whatever you want we're yeah. just saying if it's your first one why not first <laughs> first uh it, why not spend a little less money get something that's not you know, quite as good, mm-hmm. and then we build to that. Just take it for a test drive. You know, if nothing else, just like give yourself a year and be like, yeah, this is definitely one but that I want. If, and now you I'm know, I'm saying all this, invest. but I don't know if like 
I don't know if that's offensive. Like, I don't know if it's offensive the idea that you just like get a new fursuit when you want. Like, I'm wondering if it's like there's more of a tie there. Mm. You know what I mean? Than I than I know about. Like, it it's it's something much more with more gravitas than just like buy a suit that you wear. There's more of a connection there I, that you can't just dispose of. I think for me, it's just like even at this point in my life, I'm almost thirty, and like. If someone said, do you want to buy a car for $2,300? I'd still be like, oh, I don't know. That's a lot of money. I'm just saying it's just like a huge, it's just a huge chunk to commit. Especially, especially, and I know that this shouldn't figure into it, but like if you've just hit the $2,300 mark and buying this will drop you to zero. What? You know what I mean? And what about, what if you pay $2,300 and then you put it on and just... All you can hear in your head is, it's itchy. I'm itchy and it's hot. I hate but what this. If, what if this person has been waiting for like a year and a half? They made this appointment a year and a half ago to see this world famous set. What if this is like fucking Hattori Hanzo steel? Like what if this is like, oh. this is his one shot. This is their one shot to get this sweet ass Hattori Hanzo <laughs> suit, fursuit. That's a Hattori Hanzo eel. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like this... This may be that once in a lifetime. You just chopped a baseball in half. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I I know what you're saying. I mean, yeah. it is definitely throwing your hat over the fence mm-hmm. uh, as far as like. And that hat costs eight hundred dollars because it's part of a twenty three hundred dollar <laughs> ensemble. I think end of the day, like Justin said, just don't let your parents figure into it. Like it's your life, and you're the one making this decision. You're going to be living with it. You're doing it. Yeah. So like, don't. Worry about what they say because it's not their life, and you're, you know, an adult. Follow up question. I'm sorry to have so many questions. I, I, I hope people know it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's all about education and learning. Um, and you're asking us, so. and I'm asking you, and you guys are both <laughs> dummies. Um, but when I worked during the summers as WTCR our daddy's radio station, uh, their mascot, Cowabunga, in which I would dress up as a cow suit. Um, I guess my overall question is, am I a furry? No. I did it, too, and I would be happy to, I mean, if if I had an in with the community like that, like I was a furry before they were even called that. Yeah. Um, be I would pretty, be willing to key. bet, I'm just going to guess, that there's a big difference between being a person who puts on a suit because you're getting paid to do it. Yeah. And being a part of a community he, that well, says, this I mean, is my lifestyle. In this my is defense, what I do. full disclosure, whenever I wore the suit, I, I would walk around screaming, I am a cow, yeah. moo and shit, <laughs> uh, cow, 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 cow. Also, in this person's defense, that fucking suit didn't cost $2,300. That suit maybe cost $52 at Magic Makers. And that, imagine wearing that to a fucking firm meet. Like, hey guys, can I play? My, I'm wearing a jumpsuit made of felt, and my head is okay. made of shitty paper mache. I'm one of you. Like, you're wicked not. This suit cost me 10 Gs. Cost me 10 stacks. But, but it's got working can... gills. This is a this is an actual suit I can swim in in the ocean forever. It's got gills in it and shit. <laughs> the uh, the best part about the Calabunga suit is there was an upgrade made at, at some point where it also included an ice vest mm-hmm. to try to keep yourself cool and comfortable inside the suit. So the experience was really it was unparalleled. Mm-hmm. You would have frozen nipples. Yeah. 
and sweaty everything. Daddy, why is so, it? What, Daddy, why is the cow not moving? Oh, his heart stopped. It was fro. It was <laughs> his his body temperature was reduced to a point where his heart stopped. It's actually very interesting, son. Let me tell you about the science behind it. There were there was also two forms of cowabunga: the skinny form, um, and then the fat form that included like this foam kind of fill out mm-hmm. shaped like a bell. Did you? Yeah. Work? All right, you did. I too. was also in the Key Coyote and the B ninety seven. Fuck your your like fur credentials are like yeah, on point. Listen, listen I, I'm I'm no Johnny Fur lately. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Yeah. What do you mean? We're we're all furries, and if we're gonna buy a new suit, we've got to get paid. Let's go to Monday. happened again are you gonna tell us like what or it's my balls you know i turned my back on them for 30 seconds and Uh they just start wandering hold up how the fuck did you physically turn your back on your balls? well that's (laughs) i turned my back on my balls and they just start wandering more pressing question do you dedicate every hour of the day save for 30 (laughs) seconds to just staring intently at your balls and making sure they don't Don't get up don't go anywhere i I have to the only option it's the only option i have because as soon as i turn my back on them they just start wandering all over my body. Isn't there a service you could pay or something to like do that for you so you could like get some sleep or like There's enjoy a meal? Got to be a better way. <laughs> well, good news. I know I'm the one with the problem. There's a wizard a that lives in the forest that can cast a spell that can charm your balls to sleep. <laughs> I'm giving you a brief rest. And this is a service that you can sign up for at extremerestraints.com. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is not. BetExtremeRestraints.com, you could buy a cage for your penis that keeps it on, that keeps it exactly where you want. The circle. Now, Justin, I don't want to split hairs, but you did say balls. Is this? Uh, listen, if you don't want to split hairs, you should stay away from a cage that goes around your penis. <laughs> um, there, it's got a little lock on it. It's the CB6000S chastity device. Oh, Ooh, the 6000S is out? Yeah, it's, it's finally, it's out of Japan. It's finally here in America. Um, it comes in a lot of different sizes. Don't listen. Just be honest with yourself when you buy it, okay? And yeah, there's no there's no metal for getting the biggest one. And uh, it, it's got a hinge for co- added comfort, which seems uh, counterintuitive a bit. Maybe counterintuitive. It's a, yeah. They made a little prison for your dick, but it's got a very nice window in it, so your dick can like see outside. There's a little pillow and a private bathroom. It's nice. It's just one of like thousands, maybe millions of sex toys at ExtremeRestraints.com. Adult entertainment devices. Um, they have a little bit of everything, no matter what the fetish or uh, whatever thing that makes you sex better. They've got it. You know what I'd love if Extreme Restraints just threw like a couple products on there that just for, like that there was no sexual application for. Mm-hmm. Just so as people are browsing through, they're like doing it, doing it, and they get to like a skip it. Mm-hmm. And like, okay. Oh, so I could find a fucking way to. I could find a way to fuck with that. I've always, uh, I've always wanted to challenge my dexterity. While, while the great news about extremestrange.com is that by entering the coupon code Sexabunga, you can save twenty percent on your order. Uh, that helps to support our show, and it helps to support your sex. I just realized yeah. that the, the coupon code we invented the amazing coupon code might mm-hmm. actually be guilty of intellectual property theft of, of the wtcr cow mascot cow <laughs> no. 
Uh, so head on over to extremeshanks.com. You can get yourself a vibrator, a cage for your penis, whatever you want, whatever you need. They've got it. Um, and uh, you can go right now. So thanks to extremeshanks.com for supporting our show. And thanks to you for getting your sex better. Can I recreate every scene from Orange is the New Black with my dick prison? Yep. Uh, yeah. Cool. My PP looks like the girl from that 70s show, so that's perfect. My name is Graham Clark. My name is Dave Shumka. I'm the other guy who hosts Stop Podcasting Yourself. And I'm the other guy that hosts Stop Podcasting Yourself. We are from Canada, so we don't know many of your ways. But what we do know is quality podcasting. And whale blubber. Yeah. There's 50 different words for podcast in our language. We would say all 50 of them, but why don't you just listen to our show and you'll get you'll get the gist of what we're about. We bring a guest on, we talk about their lives, we talk about our lives, we talk about things they've overheard. It's a great time. And you know what? You're not going to regret it. Stop podcasting yourself. Available from MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. Brr. That's what we say in Canada when we're cold. Farm wisdom. Farm wisdom. Get your cow into a suit. Farm wisdom. <laughs> oh, what if you put your cow in a person's suit? Uh, yeah, I'm a human. I'm a skin. I'm a flesh-o. What, what would they be called? Humies? Humies, maybe, Humies. I guess. I'm a humie. Cows are proven to have... Oh, no. You know what, Travis? You should read Farm Wisdom. That's your thing, I think. Okay. Cows are proven to have best friends. If they're separated from each other, they get stressed, and their milk yields suffer. That's from Victoria. I I don't know why, but I find that fucking like heartwarming. Oh, it's amazing. I actually watched... A, there's this documentary on Netflix about... I think it's called Animal Odd Couples, and it's about... like. This dog and this cheetah are best pals, and they, they, so to interview zookeepers, they're like, yeah, I don't know what fucking happened. This dog and cheetah just started hanging out together, but you knew that they just put them in a cage, like, let's see what'll happen. <laughs> you know, they went through, like, 14 dogs and six cheetahs before they found the right mix. Griffin, I cannot imagine how bad of a day you have to have before you decide that you deserve animal article. We watched a very bleak marathon of Homeland, and I was like, we gotta fucking boost these spirits. Let's watch a monkey on a dog. Uh, Travis, any other farm wisdom this week? Yeah, I want Griffin to read the second one. Um, (laughs) This is one sent in by Laura, thank you. Uh, She says, if you want to get rid of a groundhog, pee in its hole. It will move to a better neighborhood. <laughs> oh, the property yeah. values around here have just plummeted ever since Jeff peed in our borough. <laughs> I feel like a bad element's moved in ever since Jeff peed in here. Hey, Jeff, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, hey, neighbor. Howdy, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. I'm just gardening. <laughs> yeah, I just put in my last my mortgage garden. payment today. We own the... Oh, f- oh Jeff. <laughs> oh, just repainted the kid's room. We pretty had... Oh, oh, damn Jeff. it, Jeff. At least the smell's gonna go. Oh, you ate asparagus. Ah, fucking Jeff. You know, honey, earlier today I was telling Jeff about our groundhog problem. Ah, god damn it. God damn it, Julia. I told you not to tell Jeff about our groundhogs. Oh, he's outside already. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's a catch all way to get anything to move out of the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Like, is there an animal that, like, you pee in its burrow and it's like, nice. Nice. (laughs) Sweet. Probably prairie dogs, uh, fucking nasty ass, nasty ass rodents. Let's get some piss up in here. Yeah, now the party's really getting started. We're all freaks. 
You know rattlesnakes are getting dirty. You love it. Uh, you guys want a Yahoo? Please. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Bobby Mitchell. Thank you, Bobby. It's by Yahoo Answers user Demonica, who asks, Do these guys want to steal my horse? It's very complicated, but I'm going to try my best of what's happening. I got a healthy, I, sorry, I already fucked up. I got an healthy racehorse. He's four and beautiful and calm as anything. He's a dream horse. So anyway, there's a group of lads. They keep on pointing my horse out in the field or in the stable. They asked me if he was mine today. I was on a hack out with him and the guys keep their eyes on him. And when they noticed I was watching them, they turned the other way. So when I came back to the stables, they were outside my stable door and said, oh, he's beautiful, isn't he? But there's something suspicious about their behavior, right? They also won't stop beating it. I also note, gross, I also noticed <laughs> when I'm riding in the arena, they watch him in the far distance outside the gate. So any idea of why they seem more attached to my horse? Are they flirting? Other people are also interested in him, but they don't do what they do, so I'm finding their actions very suspicious. What should I do? She means, are they flirting with her? God, it's hard to tell. Okay. By lads, she may actually mean four other horses. Like, f- horses are following her horse around, going to steal this horse. It'll be like, horse taken. <laughs> you know, I... I think that any t- I think she might be projecting a little bit. She just loves that horse so much mm-hmm. that she assumes everyone else would want to get into this dream horse. Get into it? Like get, you know, like get They just want to take a, you know, they want to get inside like sit in the passenger seat. Right. Right, right. Get into its whole scenario. They think hey, like like you could you know, really get into it. Like that scene in Ace Ventura when nature calls and he's inside the rhino. God, if we could go. No, I don't mean like literally into. I mean like, like when you go to the car dealership, it's like I can get you into a new sedan. What's it going to take to put you inside this horse? You know, (laughs) I don't think a horse can have a sidecar, Justin. If that's what you're, if that's what you're suggesting. Does AC come standard on this horse? (laughs) Is this a standard or automatic horse? I, I. Can you even steal a horse? Like, if you can, the worst thing you can do is sit there and go, "That's a beautiful horse." That's a beautiful. No, you know what? Lovely horse. What kind of oats does he eat? Any kind of special oats? Or how? How would I steal him? Just hypothetically. The problem with the idea of stealing a horse is because it implies that you can own a horse, and Mm -hmm. as we all know, not possible. Nobody can own a horse. They are like freedom. Incarnate. You can. Yeah, at, you steal a dream. You can, you steal a hope. <laughs> you can, can you steal at, wishes. At best, you can form a partnership, a voluntary partnership with a horse. But at there, best, there is no title in, in, involved in the process. And it, and if anything, it's a tenuous agreement. Can you steal a sunset? <laughs> can you, Travis? I. I, I imagine it's also... Answer the question, Travis. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Answer my um, question about sunsets. Y- yes. In oh. Ocean's 14. <laughs> Why summer. is it so dark? Bum, 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 it's like bum, fucking... Bum, 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 bum. We're stealing the sun. You fucking lost it, Danny Ocean. <laughs> We're going to get killed. We're going to get killed by the mafia unless we bring them the sun. We just need to build the ladder big enough. Okay, you uh, smell like poop, and you haven't cut your hair in six years. Bum, bum. We got to get the Asian guy to jump up to the sun. 
<laughs> Brad Pitt's character won't stop eating we human flesh. Hold him up and hide him in a rocket. Hide him in the rocket that NASA sends up there, and then they'll get. He'll jump to the sun. So, Brad Pitt, did you get fourteen people to help with this mission? No, like everybody thinks it's kind of, it's kind of dumb. It's like kind of a bad people. mission, I think. <laughs> they because they don't see how we make any money off of it, which I think is short sighted. Mm. But I do see their point. The only guy we got was Scott Con. Mm-hmm. He's not he'll doing. Do, he'll do yeah. anything. I told him lunch would be provided, and he was in. <laughs> His identical brother Casey Affleck was busy. I don't think he ma- can steal. I think the horse won't be cool with it. That's the thing. I imagine it's hard to steal something that actively wants to return from whence it came. Mm-hmm. Like, because what good is that? You got a horse that you could never like put out in the field, or it's just gonna be like peace, going back to where the apples are. You have are. to indoctrinate that. You have to right. You have to brainwash the horse. It's got to be very much like Homeland. You know what I mean? I'm not saying beat the horse until it loves you, even though that is basically the only interaction that us stupid humans understand with those horses. I'm saying I don't think that since horses have the sort of homeward bound instinct that you guys want them to have, <laughs> I don't think that if you get a horse in Colorado, horses are going to be like, "Well, it's back to Ohio for me." If if a horse is going to run back to Ohio, you better help their own apples. In between those two, as the crow flies, they had better not pass any apples because that Although, horse will stop and live there. I here's here's what you if you're gonna steal the horse, you mm-hmm. have to form a partnership with it. I am going to try and do this because I don't have the money to to, to do this. Um, you gotta throw down some negs first, right? You gotta insult the horse a little bit, and that's <laughs> and that's how you get the horse interested in you. So you say like, oh, you, I don't think you run very fast. Your mane isn't glorious and, and beautiful like the most beautiful head of human hair. And then you give them some oats. Griffin, you're just cribbing stuff that you learned from the Giddy Up artist. <laughs> Imagine like a little jockey but with this big stupid hat. Do you know that show is filmed in Austin? Those, that, those fucking douchers left like an irreparable scar on this city. I'm surprised that anybody can pick up anybody for any reason. Ever. Ever. Hey, brothers. I just started a new minimum wage job, and my mom won't stop asking how it went. I like my job, but nothing really happens at the bakery. How do I include her in my life without boring her? That's from Vague and Vacant. When she asks you to say, you know, making dough. And you do that enough, and she'll stop asking. Ah, oh, man, it's it's been in my like. Speaking from experience, I can say that when um, questions ask about boring shit, then our answers are usually pretty exciting. <laughs> I mean, you can make stuff up. You can lie. How was your day? It was fucking wild, mom. <laughs> oh. Let me. Uh, you're not gonna believe it. Pat Sajak came in. That's burned the place to the ground. That's your. That's <laughs> just lost. Lost his shit. That's your big day. Took three people to wrestle him to the ground. He was foaming <laughs> at the mouth. He was riding a stolen horse. He jumped through a plate gra- glass window. I thought I would hear uh, about. And he just kept. He just kept screaming, "Papa Nickel!" Why wouldn't I hear about this in the news? It's a big government cover up. <laughs> Apparently, he had escaped from a government testing facility where they were testing cheek kissing. And he just fucking <laughs> now, lost I don't it. think that this is. I think you're. Mom, mom. Try this free sourdough I brought okay. here. 
Let me. Is this Lisa? Oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, mom. You knew too much. <laughs> this is a funny show. I like this podcast. <laughs> oh man, this is the great thing about having three guys on it is like every once in a while one of us can just sort of it's usually me yeah if you need to rotate out you just go back to the back (laughs) of the line it's like i say something funny and you guys just we need a schedule we've been putting it off for a long time (laughs) so it's color coordinated in our in our weekly calendars i feel like at the beginning uh we needed all three of us to be working constantly but i feel like we're getting closer to peak efficiency or peak not giving a shit so we should we should, we may want to just revisit that whole schedule thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, read the next question. It sounds like it'll be good. Regularly, I'll be having a conversation <laughs> with someone, and they'll drop the combo of excessively complimenting me and criticizing themselves. I'm never sure how to respond in this situation. I've tried complimenting them back, telling them not to be so hard on themselves, or ignoring their criticism and just accepting the compliment, but it all feels hollow and weird. There are three people in my life who do this all the time, one of whom is my boss slash advisor, who I work closely with. What should I do when this comes up? That's from so hard on yourself. Um, I, I would also say that if you have three people and it sounds like you're only required to actually spend time with one of them, then you have an opportunity to drop at least two of them from the roster. Mm-hmm. And the way you do that is you have them talk to each other and they form a recursive compliment criticizing cycle mm-hmm. that never, they talk to each other until they both die of old age. Mm-hmm. And then you only have the one to deal with. You could also easily cut them out by when they're like, no, you're pretty and I'm ugly. You go, yep. Yep, check out my style. Yeah. That's, that's not I your got opinion, that's for days. And you're kind of a dumpo. You're kind of a dump. Yeah, this is dumper. This is tough, because you don't, I mean, on the one hand, you don't want to give, you don't want to reinforce this behavior by giving the person what they seek, which is a bunch of compliments. Ugh. What's the second half of that? That's like, it. I mean, you don't. Yeah. That's it. I mean, what's the, the alternative? Is you have to sit there and tell them that, yeah, uh huh, yeah, you got it about right. I think well, because psychologically, the other problem is, is that if you do it, not only are you reinforcing the behavior, but it also drives home for them that the only reason they're getting complimented is because of this, and it actually hurts their self-esteem in the long run, because it's like, they wouldn't have complimented me if I hadn't asked them to. I think you're... And you know what I mean? And, and it becomes a bigger problem. Your only response is, I think, a broad, sweeping generalization about just the futility of everything. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, well, we're I'm just, soon I'm anyway. so ugly and you're so pretty and I wish I could look like you. Like, well, I, I mean, my looks are going to fade. Looks always fade until we are returned unto the loam. So. <laughs> but in the long run, I mean, we're all just dust anyways, mm-hmm. right? Think about we're it. We're all just a big cosmic joke. Matter's default state is chaos. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Our lives are just a fucking blink of an eye in the grand scheme of things. My good looks have also pretty much ensured that nobody's ever going to help me pick up my groceries. So, <laughs> so my life is pretty much so, shit, too. So maybe think about that a little, a little bit before you start whining. Maybe ask them, ask them more questions about why they feel the way they feel. Just kind of get, try to get to the root of it, you know? Oh, why do you feel that? But why, why do you think that? Like a psychoanalyzation. But it could be like... Why do you feel that way about your own looks? And they could be like, it, 
elephantitis, dude. Like, ob- like, <laughs> look at look, me. fucking come on. Acid incident, you dick. Also, you're Charlie's Theron, so like that's why I made that comparison. So like that seems pretty obvious. Oh, what about this? Is this helpful advice? Just just fact check me here. Okay. <laughs> just start complimenting them before the cycle starts. Whoa. So when you see them, be like, hey, is that a new haircut, new shirt? You look great today. And they'll be like, Unchained. but they'll find the thing. They'll be like, yeah, but I'm real dumb. And then they'll be like, <laughs> well, fuck. I'll have to. Well, d- then if that happens, if that happens, you're completely justified. I'm like, Susan, just gave you a compliment. Don't do that's, that. That's the perfect thing. Susan. Don't fucking undercut me on this. I said your new shirt looked nice. You and always you started do talking this, about Susan. your butt or something, and I hate it. Susan? Classic Susan. This is this is like pure Susan. <laughs> this is unfiltered. Fresh from a mountain spring Susan. Maybe Uncut Susan. You go even deeper with Susan. Instead of con- instead of Inception complimenting her, when you go in for a hug and a cheap kiss, when you're in there, you lean to her ear and you say, Don't even fucking start, Susan. <laughs> Susan, don't even get fucking started. And then you Susan, pull back. This may seem like the day. This is not the day for your shit. <laughs> Susan. This is my house now, Susan. Susan, we're all the dynamic done changed. We're all working real hard, Susan. <laughs> to put up with to put up with Susan. So why don't you give us one day's respite from your shit? Susan, look around you. You are standing on a razor. <laughs> This is the edge of a razor, and you are on it. Also, just real quick, wanted to tell you that you smell delicious. <laughs> Do you have on Dr. Pepper lip gloss, or what is that? <laughs> it is enchanting. Susan, I'm you done. smell enchanting, and today is not the day. Today's <laughs> But don't get me wrong. Don't. Enchanting lip smell or not, I'll fucking eat Now, you. Susan, I don't want you to get freaked out. But I'm gonna try something. <laughs> mm. Did was that good? And then meanwhile, your coworkers are going. She's been talking to her boss for like 20 <laughs> minutes in her ear. I don't know what's going on. I think on. she wants a raise. Did she just kiss her on the cheek? Let's get that started. <laughs> That's all. Best do it. friend club. Craig, Craig, come here. Best I want to try something. Club. I just saw. I just saw Jenny do it to Susan. It's great. Come here. Come here. Come here. Hey, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking start. Craig, I wish I could just live on your shoulder. <laughs> you smell so much better than Susan. Don't tell Susan. Don't smell Susan. I'm right here. Susan. 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 Come here. I Bring like your head closer to Craig's head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna conference you in. Smell Craig real quick. Now smell yourself. <laughs> Craig smells like cronuts. I love it. <laughs> Do you eat cronuts today, Craig? I think I love Craig. Also, Guys, I have an announcement. I think I love Craig. <laughs> this is in. Griffin loves Craig. And you know who we love? We love you for listening to our uh, advice show, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. We hope you've had a good time here today. Uh, thank you to everybody tweeting about the show. Uh, Emma Yardley, Evan Weston, Rebecca Ann, your good pal Charlie, Vaughn Pinpin, Phil Davis, Carl W. Daniel. Adam Schwally, Joshua Scott Ricker, everybody. Thank you so much. You can follow us at MBMBAM. Tweet with the MBMBAM hashtag. 
uh, and, uh, and just keep us in your heart. We, um, if you want to shoot us questions, I don't think we've given out our email address in a long time. It's mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Um, you can send us questions. You can send us yahoos. Thank you to everybody who sent in yahoos this week. Um, also, check out the other shows on MaximumFun.org. There's a ton of great, super free comedy podcasts like Throwing Shade, Jordan Jesse Go, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Wham Bam Pow, One Bad Mother, Bullseye, Judge John Hodgman, Risk, The Memory Palace, and Saw Boners. Saw Boners. Is that show still on? <gasps> Got him. It's not what it's called. I think it's called Saw Boners. It's called Saw Bones. It's a medical history show. I do it with my wife, and it's great. It's better than this dumb show. At least you'll fucking learn something. Listen, by the way, Justin, I feel like you've been stealing a lot of our market share. Yeah. We need to talk. We'll talk about that off the air, but... Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to have a spot on our uh, on our money zone, just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. You can get a personal message. You can... Uh, get a, a message for your business or website, or if you work for an organization or are yourself a one-person organization, then you can have a super professional one just like we do for uh, Extreme Restraints every week. Yeah, if you want to do a personal message where you talk about how much you love Extreme Restraints line of products, that would actually be great for us, just on like a time-saving level. Think of us is what we're saying. Just think of us when you life. when you give us money to talk about you. I also want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Got a lot of complaints during the um, the early years compilation. They're like, where's that John Roderick and the Long Winters song? And mm-hmm. I said, I'm sorry, I don't know what Justin was doing. I was just trying to take it retro for one episode. Just one episode. It's old school. Yeah. Why are you so eager to move away from the past, Griffin? Why are you so afraid of what the future holds? Because I sounded like a fucking nerd bird back then, and I don't know why. He had a lot of growing up to do. To beat yourself up. I guess that's true. You want one final Yahoo? Please, I'm ready. Uh, This one final Yahoo was sent in by Jonathan Bod. Thank you, Jonathan. It's by Yahoo Answers user Livapud, who asks, What is cilantro? I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.